My name is Scott Nye, and this is Talking Radical Radio. I think it's the pressure and the insecurity and that anxiety that you carry with you if you are looking for a place or you're unsure what's going to happen with your place or if you're living somewhere where you cannot afford the rent or you know that if something happened, you'd be paying all your income to rent. It's scary and that throws your whole world off. That's the voice of Jen from Rent Strike Bargain. She and James Barbero are today's guests on Talking Radical Radio. This show brings you grassroots voices from across Canada. We give you the chance to hear many different people who are involved in many different struggles, talk about what they're doing, how they're doing it, and why they're doing it, in the belief that such listening can strengthen all of our efforts to change the world. Jen works in the social service sector and lives in Sequetan territory in Kamloops, British Columbia. James is a chef who lives in Sinaik's territory in Nelson, B.C., Both are tenants and tenant organizers. They speak today about Rent Strike Bargain, a province-wide campaign in BC that aims to win the right for renters to collectively bargain with landlords, and also supports local organizing by tenants. Rental housing in BC is the most expensive in Canada. In 2021, a two-bedroom apartment in Vancouver averaged almost $3,000 per month. While Vancouver is particularly expensive, the average cost of a one-bedroom unit in the province as a whole was still over $2,100 per month. Whether you're working for a wage in the lower end of the labor market or on some form of social assistance, rents of that magnitude fall somewhere between unaffordable and completely unaffordable. James described the housing system as dehumanizing. Not only does it exclude many, many people from even the dream of owning a home, it forces many renters to live in circumstances that they would never have voluntarily chosen, in terms of location, unit type, quality, safety, roommates, and so much else. Often, the housing at the more affordable end of the range is in lousy condition, and though there are limits to how much landlords can raise rents on existing tenants, rent on vacant units is not controlled, and landlords have lots of tactics to displace existing tenants so they can hike up the rent. Whether it is about affordability, precarity, quality, or just being subject to landlord's power, Jen used words like pressure, insecurity, and anxiety to describe the experience of being a tenant in BC. However, there's a long history of BC tenants working together to fight for change, including through tenants' unions. In the last few years, such organizations seem to be enjoying a resurgence. After its founding in 2017, the Vancouver Tenants' Union heard from so many people from elsewhere in the province who had questions, needed support, or wanted to get involved, that they decided to found a provincial organization, Rent Strike Bargain. Rent Strike Bargain's work includes supporting the founding of new tenants' unions, connecting tenants' unions from different communities, and connecting individual tenants with each other, particularly in smaller centers. They're developing a toolkit for renters to use in getting organized, which will launch soon and they can sometimes offer concrete support. Jen, for instance, made the lengthy trip from Kamloops to Nelson to help do a Know Your Rights workshop, an important early event in getting the Nelson Tenants Union started. Their main focus at the moment is winning recognition for the right to collective bargaining for tenants. 
They see this right as flowing from the inherent power imbalance in the landlord-renter relationship, in a way analogous to the right to collective bargaining in the workplace for workers. Indeed, labor organizations, both large and small, have endorsed and been active in supporting the campaign, and one of the campaign's slogans is, a union at work, a union at home. Rent Strike Bargain is taking three different kinds of action to win the right to collectively bargain. The first is direct action, as more tenants form tenant unions, build collective power, and engage in struggle, including via things like rent strikes, the overall demand for collective bargaining rights is getting harder to ignore. A second pathway is through judicial mechanisms, and the group is on the lookout for possible test cases. And finally, there is public campaigning for legislative change. They've been meeting regularly with provincial officials, and both their online platform and the growing strength of tenants in local communities are being used to push this side of the work forward. So far, they've seen an entirely predictable lack of enthusiasm, and often open hostility, from landlords. But tenants they talk to about the issue, perhaps because of how brutal the housing market is, are mostly pretty interested in learning more. I talk with Jen and James about collective bargaining rights for tenants, and about rent strike bargain. My name's James Barbero. I am a chef by trade, but a Nelson Tenants Union organizer, also with Rent Strike Bargain. I live on the unceded territories of the Snags people, so Nelson, BC. And then Rent Strike Bargain's the provincial campaign that is fighting for collective bargaining rights for BC tenants as a whole. My name is Jen. I currently live in Sequim'ulu in the city of Kamloops. Besides being a renter for something like 15, 20 years now, I just really like the group of people that I met at Rent Strike Bargain. Just living in cities where there's a housing crunch and then moving to a city where I see that pushing over, it just seems like such a good way to like do place-based change and like connect with neighbors. And I like the idea of like making change in a group rather than just asking for change through the government or an outside body. Give listeners a bit more of a sense of who you are politically as individuals and what other kinds of grassroots things you've been involved in. I don't have much experience with organizing in the realm of like politics at all. I'm very much just a worker who is concerned about these issues, but I was definitely brought to organizing from being radicalized by like various podcasts or reading theory. And in my community with my friends, we started like a book club and, and that's sort of pushed me to get organized in different ways. We just get together and read those books, talk about it, and then try and see how we can implement it in our organizing on like day to day. And it has worked really well so far for me. For me, I mean, when I was younger, I was involved with some of the old growth protection movement on the coast. And then I got connected through friends with anti-poverty organizing in Victoria on Lekwungen Saanich territories. And that was really empowering because we spent a lot of time just meeting with folks and talking about what affected us. And so I got some really good mentorship through that, looking at things like the Safe Streets Act, the overflow impact of the 2010 Olympics. And that brought in a lot of decolonial issues for me. That was probably where I was introduced then. And then when I lived in Vancouver, I met folks involved with the Vancouver Tenants Union. And I have also been working as a social service worker. I help folks go through legal processes with their landlord to the tenancy branch for a formal dispute 
or to appeal decisions about government benefits, like welfare. So sometimes I feel like tenant organizing is, sometimes it feels like I'm taking revenge on my job, but it also feels like a different type of power and a different way of addressing things. I think a lot of the organizers and the tenants that are attracted to rent strike bargain and tenants unions as a whole are people who are just living it. They're they're just like going through the sheer dehumanizing process that is the housing market that has been built around us. And people who are looking to these groups like myself, we really just want to try and do anything that would present an alternative that is trying to build something that's better and that is just for everyone. What's the housing market like for tenants in BC these days? And what kinds of issues and problems are tenants facing? Tenants are living in a housing system that takes all of the agency from their lives when it comes to housing. It's way too easy to be displaced You have to make concessions to simply have a roof over your head, whether it be with like leases that are a bit too much to living with people that you otherwise wouldn't live with or completely losing out on your rights and deciding to live with a landlord. And there's just a lot of gaps where tenants fall through and realistically renting could work for a lot of people, but the way it is designed now, it just really doesn't. Things are different in different places. You know, like in Nelson, it was interesting to hear about how there are a lot of people where they're renting a room. And so that dynamic with the landlord is different than it would be if you had maybe an apartment run by a property company or you rented part of a property where the landlord didn't live with you. For me, I think it's the pressure and the insecurity and that anxiety that you carry with you if you are looking for a place or you're unsure what's going to happen with your place or if you're living somewhere where you cannot afford the rent or you know that if something happened, you'd be paying all your income to rent. I meet other renters who are on fixed incomes. You know, if you're on a pension and you've rented somewhere, there's a lot of seniors who've rented places, whether it's a house or an apartment, for easily 10 years. And then either a landlord can decide to add up all their little concerns and issue a one-month eviction notice for cause or, you know, risk to landlord property or interfering with landlord business or, say, the apartment or house the senior lives in sells and they're evicted for landlord use because the new owner says that they're moving in. That senior in looking for another home, instead of paying 800 bucks a month with gradual increases over the past decade, are now looking at places that are going for $2,000. And I would say that, yeah, two grand is probably the posted rate for two bedrooms and some one bedrooms, you know, the smaller suites and apartments in Kamloops right now. And so that is a more than double rent increase. And that is also, you know, all of someone's pension. So, you know, they'll have medication costs, they'll have grocery costs on top of that. It's scary. And that throws your whole world off. Not only does it affect your ability to make decisions day to day, but it's that kind of stress that adds to health issues and sense of community. 
people who are renters who have families in Vancouver, I don't know how they do it either. They've been in the same place for a long time or they're squished into a condo with more people than comfortable for bedrooms or maybe they live with extended family or they have inherited wealth to own a place. Like it's a real squeeze and it's that feeling of austerity. And there's some lovely community in Vancouver I met through the tenants union, but there's this feeling that, you know, if something gives that, you'll be in a really tricky place financially and could be for a lot of people living in your car, couch surfing, looking for a shelter, depending on where you're at on the income spectrum. And that really affects you socially and personally, that kind of insecurity. Ultimately, like tenants all over the country are feeling like we're paying way too much for our housing. And as we see like new developments that we sort of need, because especially in smaller communities, the housing is outdated. It's sort of just pricing people out of the communities that they grew up in, that that's where their families are. It's so disheartening to hear people who have been in a community for 20 plus years get pushed out because, you know, the property that they were in was purchased, renovated, and now it's three times what they could afford on their budget. And wages haven't gone up enough in these small communities to accommodate with some of these renovations, renovations, demovictions that are happening. And I think, yeah, most tenants feel the ultimate issues that it's too expensive for not all that much. There's also people living in their ancestral territories, right? These are their indigenous homelands and they feel like they can't afford to stay, but they need to live in market rental housing. Often I find that a challenge is whether you're a student, whether you're extended family, because that's how your culture lives. There's a lot of pressure from landlords that if they think there's too many people in a unit, which whether that's a whole house with two kids in a bedroom, three kids in a bedroom, that maybe they can have an excuse to evict somebody because of an unreasonable amount of occupants, which is a term in the DC Tenancy Act. So yeah, people are having to make really tough choices about where they live, if they're near family, or if they can live with family. Those pressures are changing people's lives in those ways as well. How did Rent Strike Bargain get started? I joined the Vancouver Tenants Union in 2017, and I believe Rent Strike Bargain came out of that. I joined Rent Strike Bargain in fall 2021. And we already had the support of a lot of labor unions, as well as tenants unions in Vancouver and New Westminster. And since then, Fraser Valley Tenants Union has popped up. We're trying to help some renters in Victoria organize a tenants union. There's also Victoria Tenant Action Group, VTAG. So I think it's definitely like a steep curve because there's just so much interest. And I think it's also the idea that the Vancouver Tenants Union was getting a lot of questions of requests for support and to get involved from people who are outside of that immediate geographic area on Musqueam, Squamish, and Slowlithu territories. And we're trying to be practical about, okay, how do we support fellow renters, but we can't make (laughs) the Vancouver Tenants Union, the Lower Mainland Tenants Union, you know, we need to be practical about having neighborhood groups or municipal groups or Rent Strike Bargain, which is an organization that can help support groups like the Nelson Tenants Union start and connect all these different tenants union and also take on pieces like talking about changes needed to the BC Residential Tenancy Act and the right to collective bargaining for renters on these territories. So it was kind of a need and also a demand at the same time, I think really set rent strike bargain off. 
And when I was looking into getting organized surrounding housing, the first thing that popped up when I searched up like tenants' rights was the Vancouver Tenants Union. And so I reached out to them and they got me in contact with Rent Strike Bargain. So along with helping new tenants unions get started, what other things does Rent Strike Bargain do? We're also taking on the bigger campaigns, like we want to start a test case to assert the right to collective bargaining for tenants and also support tenants to take direct action in their communities and also help coordinate so that all the different tenants unions can kind of pick shared issues and make a change of them, like a campaign at a time, in addition to just helping fellow renters. Rent Strike Bargain becomes like the provincial campaign with the resources and energy to be able to help people who are in their communities to get organized. And they're super helpful in that they provide training, they provide a community, they help you feel confident in yourself and in what you're saying and what you're doing. People also have signed up to become a member of Rent Strike Bargain from all over, like different territories in the province. And so if people express interest, we can connect them with each other if folks don't already have a local connection. Because sometimes people, you know, it can be scary to speak up publicly about the situation as a renter, whether it's how you feel that your landlord's power over you or whether you're in a small community. We're stronger together, and I think that literally we can help people get in touch and know who the other renters who want to organize in their community are. And of course, Rent Strike Bargain's big campaign is around collective bargaining rights for tenants. What's the rationale for that campaign, and what are you doing to push it forward? To push the campaign forward, that's sort of why other tenants' unions have been propping up. The idea is if provincially there are a lot of tenants actively organizing, we can push the fight towards collective bargaining rights. And for me, the collective bargaining right aspect is really important because rent controls and vacancy controls can be really effective, but can sometimes get all of the meaning stripped out of them without the protections from collective bargaining. And it's sort of hard to push for rent controls or vacancy controls without first having collective bargaining rights and like the protected right to organize as tenants in the first place. We've seen, and I think we will continue to see tenants organizations get attacked by like landlords associations for this kind of organizing. And the collective bargaining right would protect people trying to get these groups off the ground because landlords have these groups, realtors have these groups, but tenants do not. A big portion of what the collective bargaining rights would do is protecting that right to get together. We also, I think, share a lot of the same motivations and values as anybody negotiating with another party or parties where you can try and find common ground, but there's a power difference. So for example, if you pay money to a landlord and they are your way of accessing safe, affordable housing, if there are a number of people who share that same relationship with a landlord, then a way to even out the relationship and the power dynamic is to negotiate as a bigger group, right? That's the basic idea of collective bargaining. And Rent Strike Bargain is really inspired by and connected to the labor movement in that 
collective bargaining wasn't always recognized not only by employers or landlords, but there was a time in Canada where the government and law enforcement would help employers and help landlords deny collective bargaining to workers and to renters. And workers had to take direct action, whether it was by demanding certain working conditions and doing a slowdown until you got that or going to their employer as a group and just showing that everybody's on the same page and that we have the same requirements for working conditions or in our case, repairs and maintenance of where we live. And so it's a natural way to find you know, what is solidarity between people in the same relationship with a landlord or a group of landlords. Rent Strike Bargain believes that there's different ways to get to collective bargaining for renters. One way is direct action by renters. We've seen that by groups like the Vancouver Tenants Union, by the Solheim Tenants Union in a building in Vancouver of seniors and people with disabilities who fought to have their elevator repaired. And since then, that's been declared an essential service in the Residential Tenancy Act. And so one way is that direct action. Another way is through judicial activism, so going through the court system. And another way is public campaigning for legal change by lawmakers. Those are the three different pillars to work towards collective bargaining. But we believe that tenants already have that right through the nature of the relationship and that whether you're looking at it through the relationship or through Canadian law, it's just something that with the current housing crisis, people need more than ever and frankly are not hesitating to assert. Rent Street Bargain has been in a dialogue with the provincial government and specifically the ministry responsible for housing about the Residential Tenancy Act and especially about the right for renters to organize. So, for example, we've been telling the housing ministry that tenants have the right to get to know each other and knock on each other's doors because there's a section of the Tenancy Act that allows, for example, people campaigning in elections to knock on people's doors. But we are also seeing buildings now in some of the bigger cities in BC where they'll say not only like no soliciting, no door-to-door sales, but also not necessarily on the building, but in a residential tenancy agreement with renters, terms saying that they're not allowed to join a tenants association or a building committee. But of course, we support renters' voices in this jurisdiction for changes to the Residential Tenancy Act. There's groups in BC talking about the need for vacancy control and rent control so that if someone moves out of a rental unit, that the rent can't just be hiked up to whatever the landlord thinks they can get away with, that there would be rent controls per unit, which we've seen in other jurisdictions. So we're talking about the other issues, but our real core is about tenants getting together and negotiating with their landlords as a group. A really important part that the Rent Strike Bargain campaign is building inroads with labor. So making the connections with labor unions in the area, like some of the bigger ones would be the BCGU. Uh, And that's one of the main public sector unions in BC. And seeing how we can help each other, because unions who win victories for their members for like higher wages or better benefits, sort of lose it all to landlords. And so with building the solidarity and recognizing that we can have a union at work and a union at home, we can like win true material benefits for workers that don't get stripped away immediately the second the first of the month comes around. Yeah, it's really neat. There's 
tons of small locals, so regional groups of unions who approach Rent Strike Bargain and say they're really interested in what we're doing because their members are renters and they support renters. So we've got endorsements from three or four QP locals, the Vancouver District Labor Council, which represents a whole different cross-section of unions in that area. We're presenting to union locals in the interior, and it's really neat. It's everybody from really big level organizations within labor to, you know, your small regional office. And yeah, it's a really lovely sense of support and solidarity. What kinds of responses have you had as you've talked with renters about the idea of collective bargaining? Homeowners and landlords were curious, but a bit off-put and would try and like debate me about how this wouldn't actually solve the housing crisis. But tenants were pretty stoked about the whole idea that someone was trying to do something for them. And the challenge there is to then try and get them to engage and to put in some time to help fight for their own rights as well. But it's tough because tenants have to sacrifice so much of their own time to just be able to have the roof over their head in the first place that also engaging and organizing then becomes like really above and beyond. And it takes a lot of extra energy and time that they just don't have a lot of. And I think importantly, and what sort of kept me going with this work is people who do engage and do come to like working groups and have dedicated some time, but are genuinely afraid that their landlords find out and fear reprisal. Every movement lives and dies on people's individual connections and investments. And what we're seeing with the amount of emails and interest we're getting from renters all around, you know, territories and the jurisdiction of BC is just there's so much interest and people are in such tough situations that by joining a tenants union, you know, things are so tough out there that even though people are concerned about their individual situations, the bigger picture is so insecure that by joining a tenants union, you either have potential to negotiate with a landlord down the road or show landlords in your community that tenants have certain expectations as well. And that, you know, if we're paying rent and providing income for landlords, that it needs to be a two-way street. And the question is, okay, can we help each other save our individual housing? But then what's next, right? What does it look like next? And that's where the framework of a tenant union collective bargaining comes in. But not a lot of people are against a tenant union if they're a renter. They just might be scared or they might be comfortable right now. The purpose of joining a tenant union is to build solidarity and power so that we don't feel intimidated by our landlords. Doing this work has been some of the most rewarding work that I've done in my life. Incredibly rewarding, incredibly meaningful. I didn't think that I would find myself organizing like this. I just got to a point where I didn't know what else to do in the face of everything that is coming barreling down on us. And I wanted community. I wanted to learn how to be an effective organizer. And Rent Strike Bargain it sort of presented me with the skills and the knowledge and the confidence to take these things on. And I think that is very much like a working class thing. Both of us live in territories in the interior and the scene is so different here in some ways for renters than on the coast and so it's tenant organizing looks really different in different places and so even if you think well okay i can't join the vancouver's tenant union what can i do 
you know, sign up for Rent Strike Bargain. There are other people in the same situation as you. And it's really neat to see people calling in from like Fort St. John, Hope, you know, Nelson, Kamloops, and the big cities. You have been listening to my interview with James Barbero and Jen of Rent Strike Bargain. To learn more about the campaign, go to rentstrikebargain.com. To find out more about Talking Radical Radio, the guests, the theme music, and the ways that you can listen, go to talkingradical.ca and click on the link for the radio show. On the site, you can sign up for email updates or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, iTunes, SoundCloud, and other platforms. I'm Scott Nye, a writer and media producer based in Hamilton, Ontario, and the author of two books of Canadian history told through the stories of activists, published by Fernwood Publishing. Thank you very much for listening, and I hope you tune in again next week. Yeah.